Samaya, um, we are here for your interview as our new senior advisor to the podcast. Hello, pleased to be here. It's great to have you. And um, we have had a wealth of interest, but you're the only candidate that we've taken seriously. Um, and you do already have the role, so rendering this whole charade pointless. However, I'm going to ask you a few questions to determine whether or not we should add you to the team. Is great. that okay? That's great. Okay, question one. If you add the number of chancellors, prime ministers and health secretaries that there were last year and divide that by the number of times Matt Hancock made us cringe, what day of the week did Liz Truss resign? Thursday. Hmm. Would you consider yourself part of the left-wing economic establishment Guardian reading tofu-eating wokarati? Mm, I do. Finally, what does John Burko do at the Domino's in his constituency of Buckingham? <clears throat> Order. Very impressive. So, um, sounds good. I, I'm happy to add you to the team. Uh, just wondering, do you have any questions for me? Yeah, just one. What is my starting salary going to be? That is a disgrace. You're reassured, I'm reassured. Not another Mistakes one. Mistakes were made. Pig world. Thinks he's Obi-Wan Kenobi. The truth is he's Jabba the Hutt. He lived rent-free in his head. Welcome to Any Politics. I am here with Adam. Hello, everyone. How are um, we doing? Um, well, they reply to us on Twitter, I guess. Like, <laughs> how do they reply? Um, and they let us know in the comments. We're here with um, Samaya. Hello. I don't know if this is on. It but is on. Hey, guys. Yeah. We turn your mic on <laughs> when you're, you're on the pod. Oh, okay. <laughs> New to the team, <laughs> Samaya. Welcome. Welcome. I'm fresh. Am I your first employee? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, your, your wages include. Just waiting for the pay payroll to, to come through. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we also have. You'll be waiting for a while. <laughs> we also have the loveliest guest. Guest? <laughs> guess who it is? No, we have the loveliest guest, Lucy. Hello. To quote Marcus Butler. <laughs> Fantastic. What a throwback. Um, we are all poli-IR students apart from Emily, who is a polycon <laughs> student. So yes. You're outnumbered now. Um, so this week's show, we're going to touch on three kind of news stories. Then we're going to talk about freedom of speech and Lucy's dissertation. And then we're going to play a game because Samaya's brought a game to today's show. And we have to have a game otherwise. We have to go otherwise. Our attention spans are not long enough. We know that you're here mm -hmm. for the games. So wait for the, at the end of the show. Um, so the first story we've got today is there was a cabinet reshuffle. Emily, what is a cabinet reshuffle? Well... I'm going to give a shout out to my lovely housemate and best friend, Nadia, who thought it was just rearranging a cupboard. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> it's not wrong. It is not rearranging a cupboard. It is. So the prime minister basically puts all his mates in the cabinet and um, it's just Rishi Sunak rearranging who has what job. And I think creating a new department. Yeah. Yeah. Does, does. It's just it's just putting people who are unqualified in a certain top in a certain area in yeah. charge of that area and it doesn't really make much sense but that is how our yeah. democracy works so the role of the prime minister is to th their role is not really to do anything specifically their job is to choose who's in the positions of yeah. power like who's health secretary who's yeah. his defense secretary and that's what he's done here he's just decided a couple roles to to change yeah. and stuff like that so zahari was sacked we talked about him a couple of weeks ago for yes. tax affairs so they had to replace him and his whoever was in yeah. his job I, I don't actually know who that is. It's not written down because it's not important. Um, and Dominic Raab has remained Justice Secretary despite continual bullying allegations. Despite, yeah, despite the injustice of that, he is the Justice Secretary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so just on the bullying allegations, we mentioned it briefly last week. At least 24 civil servants have been involved in a complaint against Dominic Raab. Um, he belittled and demeaned the civil servants and was very rude and aggressive on multiple occasions each day. It's worth remembering that these um, complaints, there's I think about seven complaints, but they contain multiple civil mm. servants because they're so worried about um, kind of making an individual claim because of how these things get treated in the media. Um, so Dominic Raab still being in the cabinet despite the bullying allegations and Gavin Williamson being fired for bullying allegations and Zahawi being sacked for tax affairs. Mm. It's not looking like the squeakiest clean no. government. Well, that's that's the thing, isn't it? Is that it's like everyone is dodgy. So if <laughs> Rishi was to get rid of every single dodgy person, he'd be sacking everyone and himself. Yeah. So he's got to keep <laughs> some of them around. Otherwise, who is in charge? Yeah, so it's, uh, it's not going too well. Another top tier appointment is Lee Anderson as vice chair of the Conservative Party. This man has some takes. Uh, he supports the death penalty, and I quote, this is what he said about supporting the death penalty, nobody has ever committed a crime after being executed. Which... <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, Did he lie? <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong, I guess. Um, but when he was asked about, uh, like, what if, you know, about, you know, if they were fairly convicted, he said that he didn't, he wanted them to be executed within the week of them being convicted. So, because he didn't want to have to pay for them, to, like, to, you know, to their meals and stuff in prison. So he wanted them to be executed as fast as possible. So he didn't really have much room for the belief that maybe there's a false, you know, um, accusations, I guess, about mm. people who could be murdered. So he supports the death penalty. What an interesting man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have him in charge. Let's get him on the pod. Um, he also called for a naval standoff in the channel over small boats because that's what we need. Is, is it a standoff or is it a swim-off if you're in the sea? <laughs> <laughs> philosophical questions yeah, with me this morning yeah, moving swiftly yeah. there we go I can't hear the sound effects yeah, you don't it's just applause it. in my uh, head <laughs> and he also thinks that people outside food banks should stop wasting money on fags and booze and non-essentials there's a lot of money they could save because it's they're causing their own issues it's not the state not you know it's 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 because they spend it on sky guys they're watching the premier league they're not and buying fags and booze they're not buying food and that's their own problem you know it's the it's the um, blaming mm. the victims for the you know their, their own situations. And he supports physical punishment against children. He thinks that people should be slapped if they are misbehaving. Creating a generation of children with mummy or daddy issues, yeah. respectively. Yeah. Which, ironically, I think is probably explains quite a lot of himself. So maybe yeah. he's, he's, it's the reinforcing circle. It's very he's violent, like, isn't he? Like, it worked for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. He does, doesn't. Um, he mentioned about being outspoken on these issues. He said that I think I'm on the spectrum of autism and that the reason he's outspoken is because he, he's autistic, which um, that's just not <laughs> how it works. Being autistic does not make you a monstrous person. Yeah, it doesn't make you a twat. Um, so, yeah. Come on, Lee. He's a Do lovely better. guy. And the vice chair of the Conservative Party, basically, he's kind of in charge of the local elections. So this is the guy on the doorstep going, you should vote for the Conservative Party. And he's kind of supposed to represent the whole of the party. Or like, as you know, he's only vice chair, so he's not the chair. But he's supposed to represent a facet of why you should vote for the Conservatives. And, I mean... The fact That's that a very difficult things. job at Sunak the moment. Sunak has said publicly he disagrees with the death penalty, which, you know, bare minimum, Ooh. thanks, Rishi. <laughs> but, anyway, but he still put him in this position, which he didn't have to do because it's his job to, you know, choose these people into these positions. So I think it says quite a lot about the strength of our current prime minister, that the fact that he's got a bully in the cabinet, an alleg alleged bully in the cabinet, and this guy who's, like, slapping children, executing people, and, um, you know, putting boats in the channel to stop migrants coming across. It sounds like a hoot. It is. It's going really well right now. Does anyone else have any takes on the 
cabinet in general well, before we move on. Just back to slapping children, just because <laughs> it made me think of it. I was in France over the weekend, and I used to I used to live in France as a child. Um, this there is there is an actual very good link here. And when I was on the train with my brother as a child, quite frequently French people, specifically Parisians, would come up to us and slap us if we were talking. And I'm not going to lie, the what? energy that this guy is giving <laughs> is kind of like that. Just like people just walk around and like if they see a child do something, they like wow. slap it free will. Across the face? Oh yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah, because we you're get being irritated. Get whacked just for like speaking. That they is didn't. Crazy. They didn't. Les Anglais. They didn't like English I think people. also like <laughs> comparing. Am I am I suddenly <laughs> pro Brexit? Slap to be an English child. Sure. I'm yeah. thinking this guy like comparing him to a f- Parisian probably is like he's a, probably a true Brexit geezer. So the fact that yeah. you're that like is, oh you're very that. French. Oh you're French. French. very offended. Yeah, maybe by that. you're French. Maybe we can use this as like a way for him to stop hitting children. Yeah, you like, turn on look his policy. Look at what you're doing. You're this, is what French. this is what the French do. The French. You're better than this. <laughs> okay, and also a caveat: French people in the early 2000s. I'm pretty sure they don't do that anymore. No. But they did at the time. French people but also, lovely. you're not a child anymore, so do they go around slapping so adults did, as well? Did you get slapped over the weekend? <laughs> 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 These uh, are the kind of important questions we, <laughs> we asked. I get slapped over the weekend nearly for being Ooh. a Disney adult and crying in Disney, but not for oh. talking on the train. So, you know, okay. it's a win. I'm taking when it as a win. Like, you'll take that. That's a win. That's a win. Um, Where do we okay. go from there? <laughs> Syria. Okay. Wait, also, I don't know if you've just seen the breaking news that was maybe two minutes ago, but Nicola Sturgeon is oh. going to resign. Stop it. No, is she? Why? Yeah. No. Uh, I don't know. They don't know. They don't know when, but... Wow, that's big. Yeah. I'm obsessed big. with her. That's really I, sad. Yeah, yeah, she is a bit of a icon. She's she a is. mess. I really so. quite like Nicola Sturgeon. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's. Oh, well, live. there you go. Breaking news story. on the Wednesday morning. Uh Everyone's heard this by now. This is old news by the time you're yeah, hearing this. But you'll probably Nicola know. Sturgeon's resigning. She might have resigned by the time this comes out. She probably will have. Well, right. we'll know more about it probably by the yeah. time this comes out. <laughs> um, now on to Turkey-Syria earthquake. We're going to touch on this briefly. It's absolutely horrific. The death toll has risen to over 38,000 um, over the weekend. And by the time you hear this, it will have increased again. Uh, it's Europe's worst natural disaster in over 100 years. In terms of the Syria part of um, the earthquake, getting aid to Syria has been much, much harder as the... Um, dictator of Syria, Assad, has only allowed um, a couple border crossings for the UN and like international aid organizations to go through. Over the weekend, he allowed two more border crossing points to open up to allow more kind of volume of help to come through. But the, the way that the Syrian government has been responding to this has been just an abject failure and lots of people are like left stranded underneath rubble and with, with homeless and stuff like that. Um, and then we go to Turkey, which is obviously a member of the EU. Hello, Editor Adam here. Sorry to jump into your pod. I just want to be clear. I fact-checked myself here. Uh, Turkey is not a official member of the EU, but they do have a special arrangement where they're part of the European Union and Turkey Customs Union. So I mentioned in this pod that they're a men- member of the EU. They are not, but they do have a formal trading relationship with the EU and they're quite close to membership, but they're not actually members of the EU. So I will say they're EU members, but just know that I'm wrong. They're not EU members. Okay, back to the pod. And a part of Europe geographically, mm-hmm. depending on how you argue about it. Um, the Turkish authorities have issued more than 100 arrest warrants over collapsed buildings. Um, but the, Tur- the Turkish government has been long criticised for not enforcing building regulations and the failing to account for the proceeds of a levy introduced after the 1999 earthquake. So basically, lots of people are saying that this is Erdogan, the president, prime minister, I can't remember which, which one his position is, the leader of Turkey um, for kind of using this as an opportunity to go after like 
blame other like building manufacturers for badly um, built buildings that, that weren't up to regulation when their government lacked, did not enforce those regulations before the earthquake happened. Yeah. Um, so the Turkish authority and the Turkish kind of response to this has also been an abject failure and there's been massive, massive amounts of excess deaths than you'd expect. It was a, you know, I think the actual earthquakes were over seven in on the Richter scale, so they're massive anyway. So there was going to be a massive, like, fallout from it anyway. But the way that they've responded to the disaster since has been, like, just a failure on both ends. Even in, you know, Syria, I think you'd probably expect it to be worse because there's a dictator government, there's not, mm. you know, it's, there's, you can't get aid through. But even in Turkey, where, you know, it's a member of the European Union, it's got, um, it's, you know, a kind of Western democratic society, supposedly. Um, it's also... Uh, been a shit show to say it frankly um, anyone else have any takes on Syria um, Turkey earthquake it's not a very fun topic no um, no I don't I just hope that everyone is okay yeah and obviously some people are not but yeah do you know what the UK are doing? We're sending them? aid. We're, yeah. we're sending like there was some government minister over the weekend talking about sending um, like firefighters to like dig through the rubble and like the you know the best we have and stuff and sending aid. But I think it's worth pointing out we've slashed our foreign aid budget in the last um, administration by I can't remember how much, but I think it was half there, and it was only zero point four percent of our mm. GDP anyway that we sent over as foreign aid to like wherever needed it. So it's just a bit of a fucking terrible story and just the yeah. way that it's being how uh, like how how often do they have earthquakes in syria and i Turkey? don't know i know that this is the worst one for a long time yeah they haven't had one for a while i saw someone saying that this is like if you could design the worst possible place to have an earthquake like this it's it's there yeah. because yeah, this is such a deprived what's region. already going or been yeah, going on in it's syria it's the past like decade exactly and it's just the lack oh, of infrastructure there it's it's terrible so if you can donate um the you know, red cross are doing really good work and stuff like that so if yeah. you can donate please go, you know, go to them and give as much as you can okay Aliens exist, and they're in the U.S. Um, so the U.S. military <laughs> has tracked and <laughs> shot down three be. UFOs. UFO stands for Unidentified Flying Object, although they're no longer flying because they've been shot down. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, all are. of the... Um, this after... I've written this down. This is a written-down joke. This... Oh, no. <laughs> all oh no. after the admittedly overinflated Chinese spy balloon story of last week. The U.S. doesn't know what the objects are, what? or if they do, they're was pretending that the joke? not to know. Yeah, it was overinflated, like the balloon was. Okay. Thank you. Oh um, no. I thought I'd missed something. As <laughs> of the recording of this pod, there's been three big kind of th three big UFOs. There's one object says to be car sized, which seemingly had no propul propulsion or control systems and opposed a threat to civilian aircraft, so it was shot down. This is all over the US. One object was cylindrical, which was shot down on some Saturday morning, and then one object was octagonal, which Ooh. was shot down on Sunday. And there's someone no did like key stage two maths this. and shapes. Um, <laughs> The one reason that there suddenly seems to be a lot more UFOs over the US is because NORAD, the North American Aeroscope Defense Command, has changed what it's been looking for. Over the last few decades, it's been watching out for ICBMs or intercontinental ballistic missiles and other aerial threats that like are going to directly harm American safety. Like if a missile's coming in, they're like, we'll shoot that down. But they've been kind of not looking for smaller objects that don't pose as a direct threat. But they've changed what they're looking at now because we're no longer in the Cold War and we haven't had an ICBM flying towards the States for quite a while now. So they've... Um, that we know of. Ooh, Ooh. this is a conspiracy <laughs> podcast. Um, so I think 
you know, there's, there's, uh, these aren't aliens. The US don't have to tell us what they are because th- it's secret. So if they do know what it is. They don't have to tell the public, but they do have to tell us. So <laughs> if they could get in touch, that'd yeah, be great. Yeah, please email us at aaw61 at bath.ac.uk. <laughs> um, and as we said last week, spying happens all the time. And this is probably just another kind of spying operation. It's a big prank on the US. It's just a prank. Who do you guys think it would be if there was a country that would want to prank it's America with UFOs? Literally any Canada. Country, <laughs> any country on earth would want to prank the US. Yeah, I would, I would do it. If I had the ability to, I'd just send a couple. Yeah. Could you like get a there. freedom of information for what is inside those UFOs that they've like I don't think so. shot down? Be it, like, that, you be need to tell us. Here's a conspiracy. Is it just Trump? Like, what <laughs> <laughs> flying? Yeah, yeah, it's just him up there. Like, wow. in his revenge era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think his revenge era was when he was president. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's aliens. Don't exist, I'm afraid. They're just probably spying. How do you right? know? They might do. This Maybe it's prove aliens. Anything. Yeah, they're just flying in spherical and cylindrical aircraft. And <laughs> have you not seen Lilo like and Michigan. Stitch? Like, yeah, they do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Moving on. What's wrong with Lilo and Stitch? <laughs> when we come back, we will talk to Lucy about freedom of speech and um, what the government's doing about it on university campuses. <laughs> Hello and welcome back. Uh, so, freedom of speech. Lucy, what is this higher education, brackets, freedom of speech bill? So, the higher education freedom of speech bill is essentially a bill that has been designed by the government. It was proposed by Gavin Williamson. Um, the bully. Uh, yeah, the bully, indeed. I was thinking that earlier, actually. Um, <laughs> is he a sir or a lord or... Does that not happen? Sorry, he's sorry. He's a fool. He's That's a what he is. <laughs> he's a court fool. I don't know I think he might, be a, he might be knighted. He is. Depressing. He has MBE. So, 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 so chuggy, honestly. So chuggy. Yeah, he basically. Massive bully. Yeah. <laughs> Minor bastard efforts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He, um, he, proposed, <laughs> Sorry. he proposed this bill um, back in 2021. Um, he created a report basically saying that there is a crisis of free speech on university campuses, um, that academic freedom is being stifled, that students are fearing that they can't say what they want to say without being kicked out of universities, that um, teaching staff are worried about being fired from their jobs, that everyone's being no-platformed left, right and centre, mm. um, and that the, basically the government has to step in now because it's a catastrophe and... Um, yeah, that's essentially. So they'll the step in for this, was. will they? But not the cost of living crisis. Well, or the fact that we're like doing yeah, yeah. lectures because they're all on oh, strike. Oh yeah, yeah. Really. So that's that's the thing. The um the policy itself um bit rogue. Um and it essentially like the report that was created, um cited two very unreliable sources in my opinion: a conservative think tank, um, nice. the Policy Exchange, sure. and then also an anti-LGBT charity oh, called um, ADF International. So. One would argue that they're probably not the best people to be speaking on this. There is data on um, the topic of free speech on university campuses, but it's quite limited. Uh, but some of the data is actually government data and regarding like things like no platforming suggests that it's not really an issue. It was less than uh, 1% of speakers on campuses weren't allowed to speak in like 2019 to 2020. And none of the reasons cited were no platforming. Love that. Um, there's also little evidence to suggest that students believe there is a crisis of free speech on campus. Mm. Um, however, there is definitely some concern amongst students that we're heading towards, you know, limited speech because of 
like woke culture and being too PC and things like that. But essentially the whole thing was a constructed media government debate essentially to get away from the fact that they're failing to do anything good in the country. Basically they use students as a scapegoat once again. So that's Love that for that's us. essentially what the bill is, what's happened with it. Yeah. Yeah. So when in the in the kind of statement and the press release government was released, and this is a couple of years old now, so there's been a couple of amendments since, but uh, he said the landmark bill will re- require universities pr- to promote freedom of speech on campus and legal duties will also be extended to students' unions, which means that they'll it, it also affect the SUs of different universities. Um, and it's already passed through the Commons and the Lords and it's in the process of having like the amendments checked, but then it's going to be given a royal assent soon. So it's basically, it's legislation, it will pass soon. Um, and the government appeared to make large changes to it to the new statutory tort, a new legal mechanism intended to support those who've had their free speech rights in hin- infringed upon by higher education institutions. Uh, it was intended to support those who've been no platform, like Lucy said. Um, like that's when you're uninvited from speaking at an event because of your views or otherwise had their free speech rights infringed upon by institutions. Um, under the tort, victims of no platforming would be able to, make, to take higher education institutions to court for violations of their free speech obligations. So in layman's terms, someone who was disinvited from speaking at a university or wasn't allowed to speak at a university because of their views would be able to potentially sue the university saying that you did not give me a platform. For so it's just, it's just allowing twats to say twatty things. Exactly. Yes? And I right, think okay. that this we often talk about freedom of speech in this, like, oh, lots of people, and especially on the right, seem to think freedom of speech is the ability to say whatever you want on all platforms and as loud as you can. But that's not what it means. You know, freedom of speech is freedom to say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want, but you don't have the right to say it in a room full of people. You don't have a right to say it on certain platforms. And this is, they are arguing here that, you should be allowed to take to speak at universities in front of a room full of lo- lots of young people and say whatever you want, and there's then you have a right to do that, which is just not the case. Yeah, can the so with the no platform thing and taking them to court, surely the university could have just decided they don't want them anymore, or is that so? Not the point? There's actually it's no platforming is a bit of a tricky one anyway because it takes quite a lot for someone to be able to speak on a campus in the first place, mm. like. The um, health and safety gone mad regulations on university campuses are so insane and it's such a crazy process that you have mm. to get through with so many checks on a person that no platforming is almost like a last resort. A lot of speakers don't actually get through the process simply because it takes up too much time. Um, like activity groups don't have the means to mm. like completely vet someone. And so it, re- it rarely gets to that point. No platforming is it's mean it's hardly ever used and when it is used it's for people who are like nazis or saying that we should like deport immigrants to like the middle of like nowhere and what like rwanda (laughs) no i wasn't i wasn't gonna say it but (laughs) i mean like it's it's not it's it's not a case of oh this person thinks that we shouldn't have a welfare state no platform them it's not yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it it, it, that rarely happens so it's it's people with the most abhorrent views like it's it's properly dangerous yeah for sure it's people who are inciting hate usually or you know go against the values of a student's union i think the most interesting thing about the whole thing for me is the just the government's like hot take that they're protecting freedom of speech by like limiting universities freedom of speech like they're saying Mm. we're gonna create this free speech champion who basically decides who can and can't speak on campuses and Mm. they sit in the office for students so they're appointed by the conservative government and that person's going to be like oh yeah no you can speak you can speak even if a university says that they can't speak it's like well whose freedom of speech matters here because if a university is 
you know its own organization it's a charity it's it's private enterprise and it's like you know it's run yeah. in its own little system then why is it that another body is then trying to legislate over it i don't know I don't know the answer. Coming back to the conversation (laughs) with Cabinet earlier, like if they're appointing someone in the Office for Students and someone in charge of deciding, oh, this is allowed on campuses, their record of appointing in this Mm. current government and the previous governments, you know, we just talked about the the Harvey being sacked, Dominic Raab being like being alleged bullying. The guy who proposed this bill was fired because he threatened to. He was saying in the text messages, "Civil servants, that I'll slit your throat if you don't do what I want." Like these people are the ones deciding that. Hey, you know what? They should be allowed to say this. They're not a batch of good eggs, I think is. It's it's, it's taking, you know, putting more power into this. It's them pretending this is about freedom of speech when actually it's about taking control of universities because they believe that universities are teaching this kind of, this less left-wing economic establishment, that Mm. that's generating the tofu-eating wokerati. And, you know, I think four of us sitting in this room at a university who are members of the tofu-eating wokerati, we're (laughs) we're the problem. They want to, to, we are the issue that they're trying to tackle. They think we're being indoctrinated into this idea of free, into this um, mindset and they want to try and limit and push people who disagree with us onto our campuses. I don't think I've ever had tofu. (laughs) <laughs> Me neither. I, don't, I don't really like it. I'm not going to lie. I eat enough tofu for all of us. So great. It's fine. Yeah. Interestingly, uh, just speaking about the idea of us being indoctrinated, you guys are going to love this. Mm. Um, so along with alongside the policy, which yeah, as Adam said, is in its final stages. So um, get ready for that. Get ready for authoritarianism on our we'll put a campuses. Countdown on, um, on our it's Instagram. It's <laughs> going to be exciting. It's going to be really fun. Um, there's actually another uh, proposed bill, which I don't think is ever going to actually make it off the ground. Um, it was a conservative peer called Lord where he's from Shoreditch also obsessed with him being from Shoreditch and yet having like the least yeah. Shoreditch views ever yeah. I'm imagining he's like wearing no. like a funky down. suit he's not, he's with not a cool moustache and like circle no, glasses his name Lord Way Lord Way he like no w- way W-H-E-Y Way like no, Kurds and it's Way it's W-E-M-I I think Lord Way oh, Lord Way yeah oh. yeah no he's no way. I, I already made that joke okay, and you just didn't it. react so I <laughs> thought I'd just say it again until I got something he said no way should there be yeah, yeah, there's yeah, it again yeah. that was better that's the one that's the one that was making the cut no way should there be tofu eating students anymore he's basically proposed he's a peer and he has said that there should be a woke test Sounds like a pierce of shit. All all university (laughs) students should have to take the woke test. And the woke students they would ask. Well, it's basically it's proving that you have like you haven't fallen into the trap of like liberal thinking. And if you can prove that you're woke, um, then you get like discounts on your education, like on your university fees. And he thinks this will incentivize young people to vote conservative. I think it's hysterical. Firstly, because I love that he's in his mind. It's like, no, the reason why young people aren't voting conservative is because they've been indoctrinated into like the wokerati rather than we've had a global pandemic in which yeah. we broke the laws and like curbed all their freedoms. Uh, there's loads of strikes on campuses and we're not doing anything about it. There's a cost of living crisis that means that students can't afford to feed themselves and we're not doing anything about it. Like, I know that that's his reasoning. But the other thing with it, which is even better, is basically... Um, this whole idea of the woke test it's it's gonna the money's gonna be won by left-wing people because no one knows how to not be pc Mm. like someone who is pc like people who aren't pc don't care they're not bothered they just are who they are and that's that and they're not they're not really engaged in politics it is what it is sort of thing 
I can say the most abhorrent thing ever. I will be so anti-woke yeah. that I will get all that money. I can yeah. guarantee you. Like, say on this podcast. You can just lie. You can just lie, right? Are you a Nazi? <laughs> yes. For the sake of saving money, yes. I, was say, I, I mean, I will be, I will vote Tory if it gets me two pound off my meal deal. No, like, you, you, yeah. Yeah. Have got, you don't have to do anything except sit this test. And obviously it's going to be anonymized. It's like surely everyone who sits it will just like, yeah. just be horrid. <laughs> like, yeah. Quick question. Yeah. It's like, Who's it? marking these tests? Because the uni take long <laughs> enough to mark things anyway. <laughs> I, I just like, I love somewhere. the idea that they just are going to ask questions like, should we send people to Rwanda? And you're yes. like, yes. 100% yes. <laughs> just, I support this. Yeah. I just, oh. And it'll be like, who is this man? And a picture of Keir Starmer. And then the option is, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Satan. <Yeah. laughs> so funny. I mean, to be fair, I think if people want to ask, I might, might of, be saying <laughs> Satan. It's a picture of Corbyn and then Stalin. It's like, what's the difference? And it's no, the same it's person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, so that's the other thing that they're trying to do. They're, um, yeah, they're, they're in their. Uh, stupid era, one yeah. might say. <laughs> They've um, been in this era I, for a long time. Been there, like, <laughs> this yeah. era is very long. Yeah, it started in 2019. I'd say the stupid era. But yeah, really, get, get ready Can for that. I'd go earlier know. than that. Boris stupid Johnson era. was the start of the stupid era. Brexit was the start of the stupid no, that era. That was yeah, that was that was loopy era. To be fair, call me call me crazy. Benjamin Disraeli, start of the stupid <laughs> era. <laughs> wow, really throwing <laughs> it back. Um, the whole party, um, right? And just to mention this, uh, we like kind of coming back. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the show. Uh, Dominic Raab again, our favourite bully, allegedly, in the House of Commons and in, in the Cabinet. Gavin Williamson has quickly. done some crazy stuff, by the way, as well. Gavin so. Williamson, exactly, but he was fired. We're seeing okay, Raab yeah, still fine. in the Cabinet. Is Dominic Raab the one who, when in the leadership election, he was like saying that he thinks that feminism's stupid or something like that? Was that Yeah, I think that might have that? been him. Him and his forehead vein have Obsessed. some takes. Okay, um, <laughs> uh, he He's kind of pushing this Bill of Rights. We talked about it in, on a show a few weeks ago. Um, it was found that this legislation would restrict certain human rights protections that government finds inconvenient, as stated by the chair of an investigatory committee. So there's this all-out assault on the uh, through the lens of freedom of speech on, ironically, human rights, because like they're taking it's there for them. It's a it's a value judgment of we want people to be able to say whatever they want, even if it's really really offensive and horrible. And mm. they're taking away people's rights to be offended by that, to to react to that, and to have a reaction and a response and consequences for people's actions and saying those things. And I just think it's worth remembering that this government are trying to take more power. And so like with the, with the Office of Students, they're trying to take the ability to regulate what people can and can't say. And this is the government that have people in it where Dominic Raab is being currently accused of how many allegations of bullying was it? it was Sorry, 20 let me just find 24 civil servants yeah. have accused him of bullying Insane. and belittling them. Gavin Williamson, you know, has been sacked and just it's it's not going great guys. I don't know how I don't know how to end out this segment. I just think that like my using my freedom of speech to talk about how shit this issue is and how terrible it Are we is. gonna get shut down? Maybe yeah. this might future. be the last podcast. If we I'm gonna do Oh, this is a guarantee, pod guarantee. If we have to do the work test, I'm doing it on the pod. I'm doing <gasps> yes. it live yes. on the pod. Oh my gosh, yes. And um, we we'll try and get into the top 10% that. in the country. Yeah, can yeah. we revise for the woke test and can just we, like... We'll make a study group. <laughs> Be like, okay, gay equals bad. Gay <laughs> equals really bad, trans really bad. <laughs> um, 
how many genders are there? Quick, go. <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole thing with freedom of speech is it's it is just a very manufactured debate that's just been created to distract from real issues. In in my opinion, this is my hot take. It's not necessarily true, but but uh, yeah, it's just sad. I think I went to a the launch of the free speech champion movement in 2021, which is right when this bill was announced. Because um, there was a big group of people who basically okay they were firstly it was whack. They were all on this Zoom call and like some of them had guns in the back. Oh it was God. the biggest collection of people who you don't want to speak to ever. Yeah, and um, that's freedom of speech th- I types. Like there was one. There was one girl who was there who really just like exemplified this whole situation. How ridiculous it is! She was sat there. She was from Cambridge. I don't know where she is now. God bless. Um, and she was just moaning <laughs> about how she's transphobic and she doesn't like trans people, and she loves going around Cambridge to all her clever mates and telling them that she doesn't like trans people. And yet she said that it's upsetting because then they call her a transphobe and they say that she's a turf and that's not fair because it's her freedom of speech to have those views. And I think that just ex- like shows it all. She wants the right to be able to be horrid. And yet when other people have the right to defend yeah, themselves their and, freedom of speech. and say, exactly. okay, well, this is what I think of your views, they don't like it. And that yeah. really is it. It's like the government are just looking at this from one side of the coin, which is we've created all these problems. We're not going to sort them we should be able to do exactly what we want. People should be able to be horrible, but you can't do anything about that. Because they don't actually want freedom of speech. They don't want free and open conversation. They want their ideology to be spreading. And that's the problem. And the problem with universities for them is it's not pushing their ideology because lots of students are being aware. And like we're saying that on a campus, I think majority of the people here are probably not ideologically aligned with me. Oh yeah, they're in their Tory era. It's 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 (laughs) a very Tory (laughs) university. It's a lifestyle choice here. It really is. There's lots and lots of Tories on campus. They probably wouldn't agree with us. And so the idea that all the universities are just churning out these woke aratis. It's just, it's not not the case. I think it's just <laughs> the reality that lots of people kind of become aware the more intelligent you become and the more kind of work you do. And obviously yeah. we're all politics students in this room. And so we kind of look into the stuff specifically and just understanding how much of a failure that this government is and this ideology is, in my opinion, it tells me that I don't want to be a conservative. It's not because but I'm being indoctrinated. Yeah, but also it's nothing new. Like, how many times... The voting behaviours, young people vote... Left wing. Left wing. Tend to, yeah. Like, the, highly, the more highly educated, the more likely you are to vote left wing. Like, it's all these things, like, we're young, we're educated, like, blah, 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 blah. So all these things suggest that we are going to be left wing and maybe... Yeah like we'll ch- become more right wing as we get older god forbid hope not <laughs> but like uh, so i don't understand why they think this is a kind of new phenomenon because it's this mm. is just how it is it's a culture war to distract from yeah, the fact yeah, that yeah. they've mismanaged the country for the last you know 13 years that's that's yeah. what it's about yeah. ultimately but i also think that this is like a good tactic. Has piped up. Wait, no, I just Miss, had a thought. I'm not going to speak to I just had a thought that she, like was she silent we're in an angry era of people like i mm. feel like Angry lot, era. Like We've we, had like silly era. Historically, historically, <laughs> students are like left in the left historical era, like that. But look at America and look at like how divisive the world has become. Like mm. the conservatives are quite clever in that they're 
taking all of this anger of students who they know typically vote left and believe these things. And they're basically saying like, listen, we know you're angry. We know you have all of these troubles. Like we're giving you the platform to say all of these crazy things. Like, like, cause, cause you know, when like, especially like just look at America when it was the whole abortion and even, yeah. even look at the debates around gun laws like that, that has been going on for decades, but it's always the right that like you guys are angry. We'll like give you a platform to like say all of these things. And then they feel like they're part of a like collective and it's like even when I was studying like terrorism last term you have all of these it's not the same but it's like you have all of these single individuals that are frustrated and angry and it's listen the Tories I'm comparing them to a cult right now but like are, are they far they're, off they're right now like, us to a cult but, so. like, <laughs> sure, why not? But, like and the way that they get you in is by finding these individuals who don't fit in society because they have their own issues and they basically say to them listen we have this one Thing that we're all against and we'll give you a platform to unleash your frustration and then the culture war continues and everyone forgets about everything that you guys have already mentioned and it's just like it's it's clever to be honest i think but yeah. it's just like feel this is why not like clever that. enough we've got you guys <laughs> we've got you <laughs> on this on this, <laughs> on this show we've caught you now, this is what this is what they do they 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 make things worse and they scapegoat different groups and different ideologies mm -hmm. as the reason that things are getting worse. The reason that we left the European Union is because they blamed it's these European immigrants coming in and making the country worse. This is why you don't have a job. Not because we've been mismanaging the economy, mm -hmm. pushing you into austerity, and we've taken yeah. opportunities away. The reason crime is rising is because of the immigrants, not because we've been underfunding after-school groups that push people out of crimes and we've yeah taken away people's opportunity to get jobs so they, they, they turn to crime out the of desperation it's it they always blame other groups and this is how they do it it's, it's deflection away from the fact that they are the ones causing the issues and they're trying to gin up and these these wars work the fact that we're talking about it the fact that they're passing this legislation means that it's working because it's a really easy topic to engage in because we all I think want the ability to have freedom of speech. We all want to be able to say what we want, especially in a forum where we're fighting against mm. authoritarian powers. Because one of the first things that goes if a country becomes authoritarian is that right to say and to speak against power. Yeah, and we want the podcast to live forever. So exactly, we want the long way. Tories have anything to do with it. We're going to be cancelled by the. <laughs> Imagine if we all of a sudden, like one week, we have to make this a pro-conservative. With the woke test, podcast. we're making. We're going to just become really Tory. We'll be like what would you guys have to get in order for you guys to turn Tory, like the podcast Tory? Like what, gave, what would the incentive have to be from me, the government to be like? If they gave like me five hundred <laughs> nectar points, I'd be there. Five hundred, just five hundred. Just five hundred, because that, that's that's to almost be fair, that's difficult to collect. Yeah, yeah um, I got ID'd for a night, Luca said the day. Bless you. Other sports drinks for, are available. For the listeners, Samaya has a Luca's aid, and she was oh, yeah, trying so to get ID'd for. Yeah. Yeah. 500 nectar points. Well, because that's why okay. you guys need to respect little story a time. I was in Sainsbury's, other supermarkets are available. Um, but but and I was be. buying my meal deal, and it was £3.50 meal deal. And I was like, I've been working from September to now when my Sainsbury's getting every single week, you know, £45 a week on so on food, and then boom, I've got 500 nectar points, £2.50 off. So £1 for my Lucasade vegan duck wrap and my packet of crisps. This is oh, a fun game. Know. Guess how many nectar points I have. Oh. I'm going to say 300. I reckon you've got 745. Samaya? I'm going to say 1,000. Samaya okay. wins. I've got 1,891. <gasps> that's, that's, that's at least £9.45 to incredible. spend. So the Lucas aids are on me. That's really good. Okay. Oh my God, wait, I need to find out how much I've got. We're heading down to the... Okay, guys. <laughs> 
Guess this, how many this took I've a got. Turn. It's, actually, it's actually a okay. Guess. Uh, it's either like twenty million or four. Okay. I reckon it's two hundred and seventy. Two hundred and seventy-seven. Wow! Crazy. That's Mate, so good. I'm just, I'm what so does that say about me? The fact that you actually got that right. I don't, I don't know. know. I, 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 I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> I don't know it's something deep about me. Probably. Mm. I'm obsessed psychologist with everyone. Get in everyone knowing like their like nectar points. Like I exclusively shop at Lidl. So. Oh yeah. I it's can't. Just, I can't. I make started. The walk. I started going to Little, but then I don't live near enough, and I can't be asked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just can't be asked to walk half an hour to Little when it's Sainsbury's like is five minutes from me. Yeah, it's like forty minutes. It is half an hour, and then you have to walk back, so it's like forty-five. Because that works. It's a forty-minute <laughs> walk to the nearest Little, so I have to sacrifice. Um, yeah. No, I just go Sainsbury's. Other supermarkets. I have a waitrose like two we need to from we me, need to move on to the game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we come back, we've got a little we've got a little game from our from our newest employee. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Woo. to two truths and one lie. Hosted by your essay, <laughs> me. <laughs> so, also, guys, go easy on me. This is the first time I've ever had to. Um, Welcome to the pod. We're gonna your performance review is today. We're, we're reviewing your yes. your pod performance. This is kind of scary. Okay, so I have five questions. For the record, me and Emily have not seen these. We have no idea what's coming. Yeah, I have five questions. Um, it has Lucy either. And the three of you, it's basically how quick you guys are going to be. So I don't oh know if no. you will have want to have your unique buzzes or. Well, I'm like in quite a slow mood today. So. <laughs> um, She's in a slow error. <laughs> <laughs> how many errors are we hitting today? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if you guys want to just shout out the answers, but like. I think we just shout them out. Okay. If we go me, it confused me when I was editing like it last week. A B C because I've written one two three, but I feel like that's a bit more. Okay, never mind. Kirstama. Kirstama. Which of the following things did not happen? Okay. Okay. A, Keir Starmer says that he'd rather sit next to Piers Morgan than Jeremy Corbyn at an Arsenal match. Oh. B, Keir Starmer crashes a lorry in reverse live on ITV. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that happens. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay, yeah, or go C, on. Keir Starmer borrows and subsequently blows up Jeremy Clarkson's tractor whilst visiting the countryside. Okay, so there's. Uh, I'm thinking. I know this is a quiz, but I'm just going to throw it out there. B and C are both about his inability to drive, drive and use vehicles. Is he a bad driver? Oh, I didn't even realize I did that. Not think so this. I'm wondering if I'm going to say A is the lie. I think A might be the lie because of the specifics. I don't think he's an Arsenal. He is an Arsenal. He is an Arsenal. Okay, I don't like him anymore. I wow. Think <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say C. I know that's a bit rogue because I feel like that is quite likely to have happened, but. Okay. I don't know. I'm trying to work out what you would have made. I'm going to say well, A as well, just because I do think on the on the specifics, right? So he'd rather sit with Piers Morgan than Jeremy Corbyn. I feel like Piers Morgan is a bigger football fan than Jeremy Corbyn. I, do, I feel like Jeremy Corbyn would just be complaining. I don't think about Jeremy Corbyn's going to Arsenal. Yeah, exactly. So I, mean, I don't. I'm pretty sure so he's I think an Arsenal fan, to be honest. Jeremy Corbyn does not support a football team. It's just well, just just no way. Vibes. If he supports Millwall, that's, that's just definitely what he does. He doesn't like. It's not. Okay, so you've gone for A. But then this isn't fair because you've copied my answer. Quick fire. Okay, <laughs> A. I'm so going A. A. Okay, C. but I, uh, fine, I'll go B just to add a bit of 
Well, I can say that the hosts are crap and Lucy is the winner. It was actually David Cameron that borrowed Jeremy Clarkson's tractor. Oh, of course. I love that it actually did happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wrong guy. Just thought I Right, that's brilliant. Well, Well, he did say on TV, he was like interviewed, asked like, who would you rather sit next to, Piers Morgan or Jeremy Corbyn? And he said... Okay, here we go. Sorry. Such a rogue guy. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn grew up supporting Wolves before switching to Arsenal, probably because... Uh, He supports Arsenal. That's his constituency, though, isn't it? That makes me... Okay, I don't know Jeremy Corbyn anymore, either. Okay. All these people. Matt Hancock. Mm -hmm. I your dad's going to hate me now, isn't he? (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Hancock visited Turkey earlier this year. Mm -hmm. If you guys didn't know that, he went on holiday. But Which of the following things did not happen? I feel like that's the same question I'm going to be asking. I like, it's it. like, what didn't happen? Okay. So he, A, Matt Hancock filmed a TikTok denying that he did not get a hair transplant whilst on holiday in Turkey. Dying that he did not, so he did get a hair transplant. So like he filmed a video saying like, I didn't okay. get a hair transplant okay. in Turkey. <laughs> B, because apparently, okay. B, Matt Hancock was secretly filmed furiously complaining to a waiter that his Turkish delight was not good and that he's had better Turkish food from Camden Market. (laughs) Secretly filmed. Or C, Matt Hancock was secretly filmed buying a fake North Face puffer coat at a market in Turkey. I know the puffer face one because I've seen that. I'm going B because I think I've seen A and C. Okay. I think it would have been bigger news if it was B because, like, that's horrendous. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we would know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want it to be A, though. I really. Oh wait, which didn't. A happen. was the. I think B didn't TikTok. happen. I really hope he's that A happens. He's such a TikToker. He's such. Have like you seen his TikToks? Since he, I haven't. But ever since he was on I'm a Celeb, I'm just like he is just. He's in his like Charlie D'Amelio era. But next he's going to be doing the little dances and everything. No. <laughs> I really, I really like Charlie the fact that he went on I'm a Celebrity and everyone was like, oh my god, this is a joke. And then he's actually kind of he's working for his reputation. Oh my god. He's becoming a little he bit. He was on a... Dancing on Ice the other day in the audience and everyone was like cheering. And I was like, this man is responsible for How? thousands I know, of deaths. Yeah. Like, How, how many grandmas did this man kill? So, so awful. Oh, okay. I don't want to call him an icon because he's not, he's but not. recently <laughs> he's been thriving online. So. <laughs> he's in his thriving era. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the pod is something era. I don't know what it is. Okay, which, which one, what's your answer? Is yours A, the TikTok? I'm going to go with B because oh, okay, I think that's the right one. But, yeah, but you're copying me. I am copying both of you there because you both Okay, said well, it. you guys are right. It's yeah. B. Yay. Yay. He Lucy's didn't winning. complain. But I, don't, I never thought that that would make news, but clearly I was... Okay, never mind. Dominic Raab. I feel like you guys are going to get this because we. I didn't we know you guys were really into Dominic Raab. He rubs me up the wrong way. So you guys Superman. know that he's a bit of a tantrum... Um, yep, demeaning fella. Fanatic, I think. I don't know. So I'm going to list a series of tantrums carried out by our Oh, this is good. Okay, cool. Go for it. This is a good game. I this like is this. very well done. Which one did not take place? At a briefing, civil servants claimed that Mr. Rob angrily threw tomatoes from a pret salad in front of them, <laughs> as he did not like no, the way that there he is was a, no, There's a photo of him with a, with a pret, isn't there? Oh, we saw so, it last yeah. year. Um, okay, he, he, we know he goes to pret. At, yeah, briefing, so civil servants claimed that he threw the tomatoes because he did not like the way that he was briefed. I'm trying to think if pret salads have... Which salad Enough are we talking about? Is that that falafel meze thing? Or is that like he a is not a falafel man. He's the sort no. of man who's no. like, really many meat. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. he's, he's eating a salad. He has a steak every day, oh just constantly. Yeah, just, raw. Like yeah. raw oh, dogging mate, it just, in the morning. Straight off a cow. <laughs> 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 okay, B. 
This one isn't a tantrum, but it's a hot take, I guess. In an interview, Dominic Raab stated that feminists are now amongst the most obnoxious bigots in society and that men receive far more discrimination than women. You know what? He's not wrong. Did he lie? True speaker. He's in his truth era. They're trying to shut him down. These woke universities trying to shut down his freedom of speech. And during and see during a Cobra meeting with a former PM Boris Johnson, a former civil servant working for Rob claims that they received texts from him complaining about how boring and full of himself Boris Johnson was. Oh my God, so true. All of these could be true. <sighs> I'm saying look, A is yeah. not true because all I'm hearing is if there's falafel involved, potentially yeah. it's not him. We yeah. know we don't know that, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to say it based on. What and I say, think you're a. most likely to make up. A knowing that Pratt holds a very dear place no, in I mind think, and Adam's No, I think hearts. it's C because I think he's too far up Boris Johnson's ass to come to like, insult him. Oh my god, no, he's such like Regina George energy. Like, yeah. I love your skirt. That is the ugliest skirt <laughs> yeah, I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. Like, he's so it, he like, was two-faced. die hard for Boris Johnson. No, because he's too he was die he hard for power. Just to get into yeah. power. He, uh, nah, I, I he think it's C. He hates I, him. Everyone knows Boris. Okay, I need the answers. I'm going. I'm going. Pratt is. Incorrect. Yeah. Okay. Adam, you are correct. Yay! I made that up. He yes. actually did th- like, and then like seventeen civil servants had to be like sat down in an office, and I don't know who. They're like and then they were like they basically were like given therapy like listen guys yeah, like this is I the, know that this is the complaints. I know that that just happened but like just get all of your anger and frustration out right now and then Dominic Rob was like tomato 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 yeah. <laughs> apparently he didn't like the way he was briefed yeah the, the whole Boris Johnson one I just made up <laughs> he I has thought got that to tomato go you know what springs to mind with the Boop. tomato thing you know the Matty Healy auto tune. Don't throw oranges. <laughs> it's not the 1500s. <laughs> Someone needs to tell him that. It's not the 1500s. Please stop. <laughs> okay, the BMP. Remember them? British National Are they still Party. around, by the way? No, it's... Yeah, they are. Every single member is dead. Somewhere in Luton. <laughs> in Luton, they're alive. Okay. They're just trying to get hair transplants in Turkey. Which of the following were not BMP campaigns or did not happen whilst... Right, like, here we go. Campaigning? Mm. Num- or A... Whilst being interviewed live on national television, BMP, the BMP leader refused to spell the word literate in 2013. <laughs> Fair. Um, That's a difficult word. Fair, it's tough. B, I don't know where you start. The BMP released a wishing you a white Christmas Christmas card oh in 2013. I'm a big fan of puns, but that's too with, far. <laughs> when are they just going to say they're Nazis? <laughs> right? like, Did not see with that a coming. Blonde head, Wait, that was good. I like that. With a blonde haired, blue eyed child on the cover. Yikes. Wow. And C, in 2014, the BMP, a, oh, the BMP leader uploaded a YouTube video to teach followers how to make a cheap, authentically British stew. What is, what is an authentically British stew? Well, I don't know, the BMP. Has anyone ever like, had a British stew? I don't even... I don't even no, I don't know I don't what that is. Th- is that a thing? Is it just like some it's, gammon? I would say like, I gammon? Feel like Scottish, Scottish stew or like you it's have like, like pork. a yeah. French like beef burgundy or something. Not, I, d- like, I don't, I, I don't know British cuisine. stuff in a, in a <laughs> pot. English stew, is that a thing? Yorkshire stew? pudding I don't know. in water. What even is a stew? I don't think <laughs> I've ever had that. It doesn't sound very appetizing, a stew. But I'm going to go... Any stew makers... We're willing to have a little... Yeah, get on the, so come on the pod. It's literate, it's Nazi, it's stew. The, the white Christmas one, literate I'm sorry, Nazi that shit. happened. The literate one yeah, is I'm too funny to, to not be at real. At this point in the game, I'm trying to work out what Samaya's coming up with. You can't do that. <laughs> like, I feel like I was... I think, I think the oh, illiterate isn't real. They're all really real. good, they're all really good. I, th- I think the illiterate isn't real. Wait, but are there I think two reals and one adjacent. fake? Yeah. Okay, I think the illiterate is the fake. Yeah, okay. I think, I think Nazi well. isn't real. Sorry. Um, the Christmas, a, like, Christmas card. Christmas. 
I don't think that's true because I actually think that that is like that's borderline hate crime. Like you would get it in is. trouble. Like that's that, <laughs> that is, is a hate crime. Is it's like, just that they would have done it. That you're like that you're a Nazi. Like yeah. there's no there's no way that they would get away with that. I really think it's I think it's a I think it'd be one okay. Of so Adam and Emily, you guys are right. Stop yes. it. Oh my god! It was I'm not sure I want to be right about this. It actually did happen though, the literate one, and it was you would never guess it. Liz Truss, when she was education minister on TV, asked to spell literate, and she was like, "You guys have done this to my colleagues and embarrassed them, and you're not going to do it to me." And she like refused to spell the word. Literate. The famously reads a lot of briefings, Liz Truss. Cabbage yeah. Queen. Um, I also I don't know what the point. I'm three, two, two. Wait, so does that mean that? The Christmas card happened. I can show you. I found it on Twitter. No, but but wow. they did get like a lot of backlash for it, apparently. What? They should get locked up for yeah. that. Yeah. I'm sure that was from their who own prints followers. That? But um, like, Moon are they all, are they all drawing them individually? Like, like who? Who? Sorry, Aryan people only. Okay, so I'm on three, Emily's on two, and Lucy's on two, is that right? I'm actually crying in Spanish right now. This is so <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely disturbed. Like, I feel really, really upset. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what are the points? I I'm on three, I'm winning, and they've got both got two, so I can win. If they you could win this, or it could win this. Yeah. draw. Okay. Now, this bad. one is more, um, this is the last question. It's more um, Tory flops. Lovely. So. Is that what they do when they dive? Well, they've had... Well, no, they're just in their flop era right now. <laughs> that's, so. that's, what they, that's what they wear in, on their feet in the summer. Tory flop. Available at all good supermarkets. Okay, yeah. it's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> so, which of these flops did not happen? Is, okay. that, is that another name for the economy? Sorry, Tory flop. A, I feel like didn't get Foreign that. Secretary <laughs> Jeremy Hunt accidentally referred to Foreign his sex. Chinese wife no. as being Japanese on a trip. Oh, no. No. <laughs> you know what? Immediately that has happened because I have the amount of like middle-aged white men, I even like a guy I used to work for, I have seen refer to like Southeast Asian and East Asian women as just Chinese from somewhere so yeah. random. I want to hear the conversation when he got happened. home. Yeah. I just want to be on the fly on that wall in that conversation. That is um, so funny. B, the Treasury created a Discord in 2022. Did they? They definitely did that. That's sick. Um, what even? I don't know what Discord I remember seeing is. this. I Discord's like a... Right, so that means you haven't made that one oh, up. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's not B. In 2019, okay, the Secretary of State for defense, Ben Wallace, okay. was denied making an official TikTok page that he claimed was for promoting British defense because of suspicions that China could hack sensitive information. I think that happened, so I'm going oh, A. Oh no, I that think means A. Jeremy Hunt with his. No, I don't think. Wife. I think C didn't happen because I think Ben Wallace is a bit is a bit too like TikToks for losers. You know, he's not kind of on the TikTok train. He's not in his man Matt Hancock influence <laughs> phase. If you say era, era again. <laughs> You know what? When I was walking around France the other day, I literally everything I said was an era. I was like, I'm in my tired era. I was like, Guys, I'm in my baguette era, <laughs> and I am here for it. Here. Okay. Boo. Yeah, I'm gonna. I want to believe. I want to believe that um, the Y thing did happen I'm because that is. I think so I'm that saying didn't, C, happen. C didn't happen. I think A didn't happen. A didn't happen. I think C didn't C, happen. C didn't happen. C didn't happen. So me and Lucy. I can officially announce the winner. It's me. Or winners. Oh. Adam, add a, add a drum roll. Um. It's, <laughs> it's not a drum, not roll. A drum roll. No other than 
Adam Wright because C did not happen. Yes. And Jeremy Hunt oh. did accidentally yes. call him. This is why it's A&E politics. Chinese Thank you. It's a beautiful Japanese. day. It's a beautiful That's day fantastic. to so, not yeah. know your wife's <laughs> nationality. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I did well for my. Um, you, that, you killed that. Well done. That was great. Well, well done. Thank you. It's Add a round of go applause. Um, there. I have a laugh track. Hard to no, do. That, no, I, I, need, I need a round. Okay, editor Adam is going <laughs> to add a massive <laughs> applause. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you for thank you for the game. Thanks it's for having very, me. Very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for listening today. Um, Lucy, do you want to talk about bath time a little bit? Oh my gosh! Oh bath time. <laughs> so. Bath Time is University of Bath student magazine. Um, we love freedom of speech at Bath Time. <laughs> Until we'd stopped from having it. Getting quick. The SU are going to try and protect that when the government come in and uh, you know put a few regulations in place. But Bath Time is a student magazine. We talk about whatever you want to talk about. You can write for us. Um, you can get involved with the podcast we have called Bath Bomb. Uh, we produce in print. We're online every single week. It's a joyous time. We have our next print edition coming out in the next couple of weeks. It was meant to be this week, um, except last week, SU Finance went down the whole week, so we couldn't get it paid for, and no one told me. So, <laughs> nice. uh, to be confirmed. But, yeah, if you want to rant about politics or you want to write some film reviews or you've got a hot take share it with bath time and you can get in contact with us uh in the words of zesis at uni bath time at uni radio bath at campus tv just email any of the um media accounts or um message us on instagram and um you're welcome to get involved phenomenal thank you for coming on the show today um anyone else want to plug anything before we go no no that's it. <laughs> was that supposed to be like a bath pun, like plug? A bath plug. I've made that on the bath bomb pod. That's why. Oh, <laughs> really that. my joke. You listen know, I didn't know bomb. that the, the, the plug and tub was actually a reference to like yeah, a bath tub. Okay, anyway, that's the end of the podcast. That is a, that's a massive slay. <laughs> we're doing that the, is, that's a level of oblivious <laughs> I want to reach. Smith and her oblivious era. <laughs> Okay, we're listening. <laughs> okay, that's it. We'll I see you next so week. See you next week. We'll be back. Thank you for listening today. Um, we'll be back next week on Bye Friday. Now. Bye. A&E Politics is produced by Adam Wright. Today's episode is hosted by Adam Wright and Emily Gray, with special guests Lucy Aitchison and Samir Ali. The senior advisor is Samir Ali. Any Politics is a University Radio Bath production. <laughs>